At it back on the podcast. It is uh, February twenty sixth, two thousand eighteen. I'm here with Kyle Smith. Yeah, buddy. Here we go. Uh, Kyle's a little under the weather. How you feeling, dude? Yeah, I'm feeling all right. Okay, a couple days off work, so uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I had to spend it sick. It's all right. Many Americans fight the good fight with the the immune system. Uh, are you taking anything for that? Any cold, sinus, flu, uh, uh, Alka Seltzer, cold and flu tablets? Yeah, I like to drink my medicine. So okay. uh, not a huge pill fan, but unless you know suppository. Um, that's right. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, just Alka-Seltzer, cold and flu and, uh, trying to get back on it. Okay. I, is that the only cold and flu medicine you've ever tried? No. How did you, how did you land on Alka-Seltzer? I like Alka-Seltzer because it's, it's super easy to take and it doesn't taste bad. Um, like some like the NyQuil stuff and DayQuil. Okay. I don't like the way it tastes. Like I know it's effective after you drink it, but it, it just really gets me the aftertaste. Uh-huh. So the Alka-Seltzer tablets are actually, it's just like drinking fizzy Fizzy, uh, fizzy water. I don't know, fizzy flavored water. Um, I guess you could say it's pretty good, easy to put down. Every time I think of Alka Seltzer, I think of old people. So yeah, I think of I think of old old people. Well, it's a, it's aspirin based, opposed to what, what's the other one? There's uh, uh, ibuprofen. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, so opposite ends. What are we calling the? What are we calling our our listeners? I think we're gonna have to go with loose ends. Loose ends. So you guys are officially the loose ends. Congratulations. Um, if we gotta if we gotta get you guys involved here in some of our discussions, we're gonna call it tying up the loose ends. I like it. Yeah, you know, get a little a little crowd involvement going on. Um, so recently we went to a, uh, today's topic. I guess will be in the health and wellness sector. Uh, we went to a nutritionist talk, and she debunked a lot of myths. And one of those myths, well, actually, let me let me stop there. Hold on, let me get some some. Take care from Kyle. What did what did you, did you like the talk? Uh yeah, I liked the talk. I liked finding out about the different foods and stuff, and I was very surprised because, you know, as myself as well as you um, have been on and off with intermittent fasting, uh-huh. and we've actually got a lot of negative feedback from a lot of people we know Dude. saying, "What are you doing? Breakfast is the most important meal of the day." So, and this nutritionist put them down. So, so for those of you who don't know, intermittent fasting is a way to. Um, you, you eat for about eight hours a day and you fast for 16. So you have an eight hour eating window, which typically goes from noon to (laughs) noon to eight. And then once a week, you're supposed to go like a 24 hour period or like something like that, like something. It's an all liquid. Yeah. Like something a little more extreme. Um, the theory behind it or the science behind it is it mimics more of what early man was doing because they never had a set eating Eating routine. They never really knew when their next meal was coming from. So the body would start to tap into the stored fat to kind of get it going in between meals. And so if you kind of kept to that cycle, your body would tap into the, the stored fat for the other eight, 16 hours a day. And then during the eight hours when you weren't eating, it would kind of just, you know, pull the nutrients out of that. So one of the myths that she talked about, and it kind of blew me away, was uh, if you eat six meals a day, it's kind of counterproductive to the losing fat or losing weight. Yeah. Like the people that do six little meals or yeah. like snack continuously throughout the day. Yeah. A lot of people think that's what they need to do. It's not the case according to the nutritionist. I know. So we've been getting a lot of heat for intermittent fasting, but apparently it is one of the more backed by research. And I'm pumped for it because that's actually good. Um, 
I'm trying to do that naturally now. Just skip breakfast, eat lunch and dinner like normal. How does that usually go for you? <laughs> How has it been going the past week? Let me rephrase that question. Because uh, I've seen the fridge. You know, it hasn't really. I haven't been going strong. I'll be the first to admit it. And I think part of it is I'm calling it a diet. It has to be a lifestyle. It is a lifestyle. God a, damn it. I need to live that, that early early man lifestyle. Um, so she was she was actually really cool because she was really informed and up to date on a lot of things. Uh, she was more of an advocate of the paleo paleo style dieting. Um, Big keto fan too. She was a fan of keto. That's cool. Um, fats, proteins, all that good stuff. What was weird was we were with someone. Right with Casey, yeah, and he he did not like it one bit because he did not like the internet every single part. time we live with Casey, and when we do, aside from lifting more weight than him, he always <laughs> asks he always asks us if we ate breakfast, and that was a myth that she just shit all over. Um, can we call him? We should call Casey. I don't. It's twelve thirty. I don't know his schedule. He's probably on lunch, or he might be you know in between clients. Uh, Is here, your phone plugged in. N- mine's not. We can, though, right now. Where's your phone? It's on the thingy. It's charging. So now we're transitioning from podcasters to sound technicians. That's right. (coughs) See if the answer is here. All right. (laughs) We got to get the stupid dog out. We got the dog in here trying to dig a hole to China right now. Casey... Cool. All right. Bear with us here, loose ends. Dolce, stop. Stupid ass dog. Hello? Casey, what are you doing? I am hanging out. What's up? Just hanging out. Huh. You know where you're hanging out at? Do you know where you're hanging out at? Where's that? You're on the podcast, baby. Say hi to the nation. Okay, cool. Say hi to the loose ends. Awesome. Sounds good. Yeah. What are you guys talking about today? Well, Casey, we wanted to talk about the nutritionist talk that we had last week. Oh, cool. Sounds good. How did you take it when she said that breakfast was not important? How did I take it? Yeah. I took her advice. I think she's very smart, and I think uh, I, at first, didn't believe in what she was saying before I talked to her, and then she explained it better. Because we have a lot of clients who, you know, they come in the morning at five, six in the morning, and they don't have a lot of energy. And they say, hey, I'm not hungry, and you're telling me to eat. I don't want to eat because then I'll feel bad. And at first I was saying, I think you should eat because it gives you energy. But what the nutritionist has been saying is, as long as you're not hungry and you stay hydrated, that's all you need. And you should eat when you're hungry, not force yourself to eat. So... Can Casey, can you hear me okay over here? Can you hear Kyle? Yeah. He's, yeah. Okay. Okay, so Casey. Yeah. How do you feel about the way you used to tell me and JP we were dumb for doing intermittent fasting? How do I feel? Yeah, you used to clown on it, dude. Intermittent fasting is legit. I mean, I take professional's advice, so I I take her advice and I trust her. That's why she's part of my business. So I think that I was... Probably in the wrong on that. Woo! There it is. (laughs) That's right, baby. I didn't really bash you guys. I just didn't think... I didn't think it was necessary in order to lose weight. And Uh, I I still uh, don't think it's necessary. I think it's a way to lose weight if... Okay. I think from what I've heard from our nutritionists and talking to other people is you have to find... Sounds kind of cheesy, but you have to find your way in order to lose weight. So I have some people who 
you know, they eat three times a day and they cut their calories and they lose weight. Or we have people who do intermittent fasting like you guys are doing. And that oh, works for them. What about Kyle, though, who does it and doesn't lose weight? Oh, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Look who's talking. Right now. <laughs> Mr. Santa Claus exactly belly over here. Saying. Shirt doesn't even reach the bottom of his waist. But I'm the first one to take it off when we go work out. It's about, it's about how anyway, you rock it. Let's, let's, yeah, let's so, jump so. into what we were going to ask Casey. Oh, so but, Kyle has a question. Casey. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Give the nation your opinion on CrossFit. <laughs> Um, I'm not a huge fan. I probably have four or five clients that I've got from physical therapy that did CrossFit before, and that's kind of all I need to say. I think there's some good CrossFit gyms. We have some friends that do them down south, and it seems like they are they are okay. But people who are in their middle ages, I don't think should be doing CrossFit. I think the chances of you getting hurt are pretty high, and that's everything at core fitness and performance is keeping people safe is big plug right there. i like the, the <laughs> sly plug dude in the middle of the sentence if there's no point in working out and training if you can't stay healthy while doing it and i think a lot of crossfit i think crossfit's i don't think it's a fad because i think it's going to be around for a while but i think they just try to be too cool and do too much hardcore stuff for the average person if there's former athletes like a lot of our friends that move very well and are really strong you can do that but you get a you know 55 year old man or woman who doesn't have the proper movement ability they're gonna get hurt over time so you think a lot of people do it because it's trendy yes so there'd be an age limit and it's cool i mean a lot of a lot of the stuff is cool and it looks pretty hardcore and people don't like to do easy stuff they want to do the coolest thing that's just (laughs) life (laughs) what was your question does is should there be an age limit for crossfit no, it should. They need to assess people's movement and strength before they throw them in there. Ah, uh, they should go through the you course know, screening. There's, there's, there's people out there who are middle aged that can do it. I would never do it if I was middle aged. But Casey, who do you think yeah. has a better shot at being successful in CrossFit? JP with a bad hip or a middle aged woman? <laughs> um, after his hip surgery or right now? <laughs> Currently. Currently, a middle aged woman. <laughs> You're weak. You're weak, JP. <laughs> So I'm rock- he can't I- even freaking sit down without getting hurt. Oh, he can sit down on certain things. things. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are idiots. All right, Casey. Uh, one last plug to the to the loose ends here. What do you do, and how can they reach you? What we do is we are core fitness and performance. We are a strength and movement based personal training studio here in Santa Maria, California. What makes us stand out from everyone else in town is. All of our trainers have a at least a bachelor's degree in kinesiology exercise science. We're also partnered with physical therapists in town. So if you're looking for the highest quality of training, people come to us. And you can find us on our website at getcorefit.net or on Facebook under Core Fitness and Performance. Or you can even call me at 805-714-2217. Do you guys have an Instagram? We do have an Instagram. Clean. You can just type in Core Fitness and Performance. We're on there too. Oh, there you go. You had it there first. Uh Casey surrounds himself with top tier uh, clients and talent. So thank you for taking the time out of your day, Casey, and answering our phone call. We kind of blindsided you a bit, but I think you handled it pretty gracefully. I appreciate that. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. Later. All right. Thanks, guys. Oh, interesting. First phone call was yeah. a success. That was pretty good. We'll see. We'll see when we go to actually like clean it up to see if it actually sounds okay. Come in. so no, no age limit, just more of a screening for CrossFit. Which makes sense. 
A lot of the CrossFit backlash, though, has to do with the, the coaches. You just go to a seminar and you're good to go, apparently. Oh, really? Like, I know a lot of collegiate trainers <clears throat> that, that, like, train the sports teams have to be insanely qualified, like, on a whole other level. And I know that Casey's background in particular, he got, I think, one of the more the most difficult in regards to exercise science. <coughs> yeah. Um, so his knowledge base is supported by, like, not only his research, but, like, tons of medical research as well. But the CrossFit guys, it's kind of like... Here we go. Hit or miss. But I, I so, here's you the can't count on the whole thing because some of the CrossFit guys really do know what they're doing. I know, and that's what I that's what that's kind of where I want to go into it. Is like I actually like a lot of the CrossFit guys. And if you look at their bodies, like they're shredded, dude. They're serious. Like yeah. and I think that it definitely a, it definitely creates results if you do it correctly. Yeah. I think that adds a lot of the like aura about it. It's like everyone that, that is doing CrossFit looks like in great shape. Yeah. And they're just working their ass off. Um oh, one of the myths is can you out-train a bad diet? What do you think, Kyle? Um, no. Actually, I think you I don't can. know. To an extent, I think you can. I think I think you could out-train a bad diet, but I think the long ter- the long term effects wouldn't be good for, yeah, your, I agree. for your overall health. Yeah. Okay. So, like, I think if you're a marathon runner and you smash like McDonald's every day, you're going to look really good still. But I think your arteries are going to be jacked. Yeah. Yeah. Should we get another call in? Who do you want to call? Uh, I don't know. Do you have anyone else with the sports related? I don't know. Not that I can think of. Huh. Let me see here. I know just the guy. Calling Chase right now. Chase Sanders? Yeah. Oh, man. He's a hard guy to get a hold of. So, Chase is the uh, Cal Poly Pomona strength and conditioning coach. He's busy. I don't know. Yeah, he's very busy. This is kind of a long shot. Oh, the suspense. Your call is... Oh, Chase could have got a plug right there. Um. So, yeah. Good little good little interaction with Casey. CrossFit. I actually like it. Even though he says not to? Yeah, I don't know. It does... I think it's awesome for physique. I don't know. And I don't know if it's even... Because I know how it's new. So I don't know if it's even been around long enough for them to actually test the results. Like, physicality-wise, like if you do CrossFit compared to lift normal weights, who's more likely to win in the octagon? You know what I mean? I think I I know this. I got a good question now. What do you think about bodybuilders, Kyle? I think... I think I mean me personally I can't really see what they like so much about it. I can I get I get that it's like a lifestyle and once you get involved in it you like it a lot, you become obsessed with it and stuff. Cool, you want to you want to keep bettering yourself and reach your goals. More power to them, it's not for me. Okay. And I think I mean, once you get past a certain point it just gets kind of weird looking. Would you use steroids if you had the chance? No. I I have had the chance and then chose not to. <laughs> I heard that um I forgot who was telling me that, but I heard like if you get a bad thing of steroids, then like you could like have a bleeding asshole and stuff like wow. that. So. You could get that from other ways too, though. That's true. <laughs> but I would prefer to not. Uh, okay, not dabble in it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, any other health trends? No. No. I don't. I don't, I don't know. Huh. I think that's a pretty. I think that's a pretty good short little podcast. Yeah. Got that phone call in. Um, I like the uh, the slight expertise there from Casey, professional trainer. Um, and I was just really excited about the nutritionist talk because she did kind of 
tear down a lot of preconceived notions about yeah. the diet. Yeah. And I liked it. She was really up to date with a lot of the things and she didn't blast our intermittent fasting, unlike Casey, who we thought was an expert, uh, or keto. She was all about it. So She was. Uh, the Loose Ends, thanks for tuning in. Kyle, take the last word. Uh, okay. <laughs> last word? <coughs> Even though I'm a little bit sick, I'm still going strong, so... Um, I'm going to keep intermittent fasting. I think intermittent fasting is a phenomenal thing, especially when you get up in the morning and you haven't eaten for eight to 10 hours and your body's kind of like, you don't have any of that bloat going. So your body just looks jacked first thing in the morning. Um, and once you, after you get past the first three, four days of intermittent fasting, anyone who's looking to try it or wondering what it's like, it's really not that hard once you get past like day three, because then you're not even hungry anymore until about noon. So, um, yeah. Awesome. Kyle, get, get better. Drink your Aqua Seltzer. Take care.